Hello everybody, we're here today with another great artist. Everybody, Melly Spillin. How are you doing today? Oh, thank you very much. I'm very well. How are you? I'm fine. Thanks very much. It's good to have you with us in the podcast. Melis, tell me about yourself. Tell me, when did you start your musical journey? It was a long time ago. When I was a kid, my dad um, used to play some piano and I was just sitting next to him. And it just started like that. I tried to, you know, sing and mumble some of the songs. How old were you in that time? Five years old or something. Five years old, yeah. wow. <laughs> and then mm. my mom taught me some, you know, um, songs for the choir. So in high, during, till high school, I mean, in the primary school and the secondary school, I was in this choir. Mm. And I took some vocal lessons as well. So it, my journey started like that. But I was always in the choir. And the first time I've ever, like, sang in front of, performing in front of audience was, like, um, in the graduation of high school. And I was all alone singing an an operatic song. I was like shivering. I forgot the second words of the (laughs) lyrics, but I just repeated the first verse. Mm -hmm. But it was amazing. And I always wanted to be a singer, to be honest. But I graduated as an engineer because uh, that's an interesting story. Maybe we can come to that. Okay, interesting. And yeah, and then I just continued my career, carried on my career with music after that. What was a turning point for you that you, you that you realized that music is the thing that you want to really do it? After my graduation of university, mm-hmm. um, everyone was like talking in the you so know. So you studied engineering. You engineering, okay. yeah, four years. Okay. Uh, it was what, like top three university what, in Istanbul in Turkey. Okay. So what, was, what are you engineer? Uh, industrial engineering. Industrial. Okay. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. All right. It was a quite, quite tough four years for me to study. I was like nerd those years. And and after my graduation, we were in the, actually this party and then we were throwing these, you know, these caps and stuff. Oh, okay. And everybody was like talking about where they're going to work and uh, whether their future career was going to be like. And I was like, I don't know. I don't want to be like, you know, in front of computer for in the office. And then... What is next for me? I felt like I kind of depressed because I don't know what is next for me and nothing actually excites me. And I, in that point, I know my hobby was like here and my profession, like what I studied is here. So I wanted to take my chances right after my graduation in Turkey's Got Talent. Mm. And there was no um, voice kind of competitions or contests on TV. Okay. How long ago was that? It was, on, it was a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> now you're going to know my age. <laughs> it was That's 2009. 2009. Yeah, okay. it was a long time ago. Mm. And then I I said, okay, there's like music and dance and there's dogs and that, that's a kind of talent show, you know? Okay. So I took my chances there. It was amazing. And I for the feedbacks, I was like thrilled. And I said that, okay. I'm definitely going to take my chances on music. And if it won't work, then I might always come back to engineering. Okay. And at that time, my family wasn't that supportive at all because they were like, so why did you, you know, even study engineering in the first place? I mean, all those years and all those money and everything. Of course. Lots of efforts. And I said, this is what I, what my heart beats for. And, and I took my chances in there and it worked but it didn't work like just like that it was okay. a lot of effort and time and lots of tears and sweat and everything uh, many sleepless nights maybe many you know trying to make networks and like 
prayers and everything. <laughs> and then sure. it worked, yeah. Sounds good. So tell me, you mentioned about your family. I think that's one of the challenges musicians have in their yeah. life. Yeah. So how was it? How was your experience? And how did you convince them or they convince you <laughs> to do it or not to do it? They're always supportive, obviously, because they like me to be happy in this life but mm -hmm. uh, the you know description of happiness is actually differs to everyone else in this world so um i actually lost my father when i was eight and oh, then my mom was like you know raised us all, all alone and then she always wanted me to be a strong woman and then like a more secure job is only the the best thing back then for me and sure. she always wanted me to be either engineer doctor or like a solicitor lawyer whatever so I understood them and I just wanted, you know, you know, I tried my best and I was really good at school, by the way. And I was really into physics, maths, and I was really good at that as well. But uh, eventually when you graduate and everything, it's just um, working in the big biggest company ever or being a CEO doesn't make you the happiest person in the world. So yeah, sure. I really wanted to be myself and express myself and just... Uh, you know, write my lyrics and share with the world. And and it, it didn't just happen in one night. But uh, when I took my chances and got talent, and then because of these feedbacks and I was in the semifinals and, you know, my whole family saw this. And it's really that, but that was a turning point that they started to support me in that sense. So, mm. yeah. And then after that, it's just um, there are some offers and things came over and then, I started to gig in uh, holiday resorts in Turkey, like Bodrum, Marmaris, and then Cyprus as well. So, you know, it just it started like that. And I started writing my own songs, releasing. And then, yeah, and I just wanted to carry on my music career, English music career okay. in England. So I moved to here. That's actually what I want to talk about. So how are you making that transition from singing another language to another language? I've listened to both songs. And, it, and in my perspective, both of them are really good songs and really good lyric and your voice really sits on the song as well. I, obviously, that depends to a lot of other elements, which I understand, mm -hmm. like, because music is a puzzle that, like, everything should come together, which is from arrangement to mixing to mastering to melody and the vocal tonality and everything that comes together that... Uh, creates that final product which is the song but how did you make it happen or how are you making it happen how do you making that transition from singing in Turkish to going singing in English it took a lot of time to okay. pronounce it the right way to be honest and hmm. um, I think singers are really talented and skillful in this area because um they're, they have good ears and then they can imitate whatever they hear. So of I could course. even sing in French, even though I couldn't speak French. Oh, yeah, sure. So I can, I can sing in nine languages. Um, but I'm in not, nine languages? Yeah, but wow. I'm not as good as I am in English that okay. in other languages. But I'm good at in German and uh, Spanish, which I can speak a little bit. Mm -hmm. and, um, but the, for the others, um, I took lessons to how to pronounce them. Mm -hmm. And uh, also, I learned a lot of songs, first of all. And uh, I, I've listened to them over and over, like hundreds and thousands of times, mm -hmm. to be able to sing like a native speaker. Maybe I'm not speaking as a native speaker. Sure. I might have mistakes, but when I'm singing, you can't really notice. Okay. So that's 
what's being actually kind of being professional is mm -hmm. uh, for me. So I really tried my best. And um, also, actually, I studied in English, like um, at university as well, because I'm in, I was studying engineering. But obviously, the university I was studying was like kind of American model kind of um, university. So everything we have like covering even geography, history, maths, physics, everything was in English. Okay. So I could speak. You've learned in American accent? Doesn't More did, like did American make... accent, okay, yeah. yeah. But when I, I moved think... here, it changed a little bit. When you want to write a song, do you tie yourself to one specific genre or you just write for the sake of like getting it out of your head and putting it on a paper and making a product? Depending on the project, because I was writing for the commercial like ads and, you know, jingles as well. Mm -hmm. So for that specific project, I'm... You know, they give me a melody or, you know, some lyrics to put. And then for that project, I definitely base my old songwriting on those keywords and everything. But when I'm writing like um, general, I just listen to my heart mostly. Or if I really want to make like an uplifting, you know, dancey song, then I'm just going to find the first melody and I set the lyrics on it and then just work with the right producer, maybe collaborate with them. I do produce my songs as well, but oh, I am not in the like producer level. I don't see myself because that's another level and you need to give a lot of effort in that. But I produced five of my songs wow. previously, but I would prefer to work with a collaborator. Somebody, with a, yeah, okay. with a with a you know professional uh, producer. But I, I do write write my lyrics. Obviously, I do write my lyrics and melody. But uh, when production wise, I really want to work with. Uh, mm, good production team. Um, by the way, you asked me about my genre. My main genre is like, I can say pop music, world pop music, sure. but it has a variety of electro pop and, you know, dance pop, funk pop. I even do <clears throat> deep house and house music. They really like. And especially now that it's really hard to pinpoint one song to only one specific genre because <laughs> there, there, there might be a lot of influences from other kind of genres into it which is I think natural because from the time that you're growing up you listen to those songs and naturally you have in your mind or in your head mm -hmm. and when you want to produce yourself or when you're working with a producer you would still want them in your uh, production and I yeah. think that's what make make it a unique song because that's you does that make sense yeah, yeah absolutely. do you play any instrument yourself Piano, but not in a level that I can perform in front of people. I just okay. make my melodies and my, like, um, you know, my composition in there for myself. And that's okay. it, you know. And and then I, you know, teach and give uh, voice lessons as well in the piano. Mm. But that's it, basically. I can't okay. say I'm a piano player. That's one of the definitions I think a lot of musicians might have trouble with. And you might have mm -hmm. came across it as well. That when you start... For example, playing piano mm -hmm. or when you start playing guitar, how long should I play guitar to call myself a piano player? Or oh, how no. long should I play piano or any other instrument to call myself an instrument player? How long does it take? I think you can't say it in time because, you know, some people learn it like in two months and some people two years. <laughs> so it's just based on how comfortable you are playing, performing in front of audience. Um without always like sticking on the notes, I think. Mm -hmm. There needs to be some improvisation if something goes wrong as well. So to come to that level, some people need to 
practice for six months, six years. I don't know. It just depends on the person, really. But mm. as this Z generation, as I see, like they are like genius people. I mean, like little kids, even like they can play the piano in a like really advanced level in, yeah. at the age of six. So you can't really believe. So it really depends on the person, I think. Yeah, I agree. I think, as you said, you see like all these little kids being able to like play piano amazingly <laughs> and it's just fascinates us yes. but i think one part of it comes from having parents that they put you in the right direction i think mm -hmm. that's that's really really important whether it's going to be right. music or any other career it's really important that you have parents that guide you in the right path yeah. because at those age like when i'm five I, I'm, I don't know what's going on i don't know what life is about i, I don't know who i am no. you know and i think <clears throat> excuse me it's important to have that kind of a parent that puts you in the right direction and tell you, okay, try this or try that or try that. And then you would be able to develop yourself as a human being and say, okay, this is something that I want to do. How many songs have you released so far? Released or written? Because... Um, I like that me. attitude. Okay. <laughs> we're going to go there. Released or written? Because we're going to come back to it. Okay, how many songs have you released? Hard to remember because some of them are Roughly. not still in Spotify anymore. Oh, okay. But um, I could say 15, 20. One of the things that I always ask, if you had a chance to choose to release one song a year, mm -hmm. really good quality song, mm -hmm. to a situation that you release an album a year, in terms of quality it might not be that great, mm -hmm. but it's obviously the message that you want to deliver to your audience. Yeah. Which one would you pick and why? Um, the single uh, why? or the quality matches. I don't, I'm not obsessed with the quantity because I've, I've been there and I'm satisfied in that because um, when I was like around like 18, 19, my only goal was like making lots of lots of music. <laughs> and I was in the studio like 24 seven and I was like producing and singing and covering and writing and like, I was out of my head like, oh, I need to do a lot of things. Everything I just listened mesmerized me and I just wanted to do that and do that genre, everything. And I did from opera, arias, jazz, R&Bs, like pop, even pop rocks. You know, I just extended my genre back then to be able to really discover myself and who I am and what I want to really focus on in my music career. And when you come to a point that you recorded maybe like more than 250, nearly 300 songs that I recorded, mm -hmm. and some of them, most of them must be like covers, and and some of them are or original stuff. And then I turn into and look at myself and said that I need to be successful, right? And I need to hit with one song, right? So I shouldn't do like lots and lots of music. Maybe I should just find the one and then go from there. Mm. So I started to like decrease the amount of I'm writing. But if a project comes to me, like a jingle I'm writing, and if a, like a social project comes to me and like kind of social songs I did, like for example, environmental songs I did in Turkey and Turkish ones, um, you know, for the earthquake ones back then for one earthquake uh, in Turkey. So I did a lot of stuff like that. But uh, for my own career, I made like um, maybe five songs a year, th then three songs a year, and that's enough for me. And I really focused on the quality and I took my time like many months 
to only release one song. So that is the only way for the success. First, you need to satisfy yourself and understand how you write a song and produce a song and this period. Mm -hmm. And after that, your satisfaction, now you need to really create something that is that can be just uh, listened for many years, like timeless songs. Mm. That's what I understood. I mean, up. This actually can depend uh, on person. But what you actually mentioned is something very interesting. You said that I've, I've been writing a lot of songs. Yeah. And you, you asked me the songs that I've written or the songs that I've released. Yeah. But, but I think from my perception, you have to go through those songs to uh-huh. be able to get to quality. Yeah. So yeah, you have yeah. to go through quantity. Yes. To That's get right. to quality. Yeah. Otherwise, if I, did, if I don't write those 10, 15 songs which is going to strengthen my skills, mm-hmm. for example, in this case, in songwriting, it's not going to be able to get me to the one, to the so-called one, that's going to be like an, a smashing song. Yeah, I absolutely agree. This is another way of saying the same thing. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Because same, I wanted yeah, to write. Yeah. And you can't just uh, hush yourself in your young ages. You just wanted to create. You just wanted to write everything because of you're course. being inspired and bombarded by a lot of nice songs. There are a lot of great songs. And you just want to be your, you just want your songs to be one of them and then you just oh i want i need to write this kind of song and i need to oh my i need to do this i need to do that and there's a lot of need to be done, of course absolutely absolutely understand yeah. do you feel any kind of pressure from social media that you have to say certain things look in certain way or behave in certain way and if you do how do you deal with it that is a very good question to be honest mm-hmm. i have uh i have actually mm-hmm. and uh, i was actually trying to create some solutions for that personally and I but in this sense this pressure actually made me question myself and what I need in this life and uh, how I am happy with my look or my image um, to the to my audience and followers so I think the pressure is like the perfectionism and I think we shouldn't be this this shouldn't be the thing to be looked um or like sought after and um, but to be your best version is the best version of yourself and I agree. in this pressure thingy or whatever we're calling kind of like social media craziness actually mm-hmm. uh, makes me question um, my own self as well and I actually wanted to be more myself and people around you kind of pushes you to be on TikTok to be on Instagram all the time and then um, you know these um, social media experts are like kind of um, asking you to post things Advising all the time you, and, you, oh yeah I agree and be, to be more open to be more open to the public family issues or everything sure. you need to be sharing these things because your followers need to know more about you but sure. I don't think this do is do you agree to it? no I definitely okay. not okay. because you know to be you first mm-hmm. to be able to be confident about yourself is just First, you need to be discreet in some things. Um, if you're confident, then you can open to the public. But if you're not confident, because there's a lot of young people who are not even confident with themselves, but they're opening everything to the public. And this makes them even less confident because there are like lots of comments. Mm-hmm. And they can be more vulnerable to them. And lots of youngs committing suicides, you know, around musicians and everybody, actually. So this is a lot of pressure on people. So I think... 
first we need to look at what we want in life and then um, is social media giving this to us um, if it is I mean if it is really necessary for um, for our job for example I'm modeling as well and I need to put some like modeling thingies and this is my portfolio I can say and uh, when I'm applying for a project I'm sending my Instagram and then they can have a look and they can see how the looks are on me like you know funny looks or I don't know casual looks or smart looks they can see me in different kind of styles so they sure. can have an idea but this is something else you don't have to just take everything that you you know you're going for a meal and you don't have to just you know take a sh- screenshot of your fish or soup yeah, or whatever you, you're the sure. holidays and everything your bikini but I am okay with, you know, sharing your inner self, like your self thoughts with a photo and with a storytelling and just uh, being, you know, intimate with people. I am okay with that. But this pressure, we shouldn't be like um, carried on with with this. We should really question ourselves. What do we really want? And do we really want to do this for social media and for people? I don't think people want to see fake faces anymore but more intimate lives and you know just influences or i don't know inspiring inspirations 100 percent agree because i think um at some certain point when we're chasing that so-called perfection as you mentioned Mm -hmm. as well or chasing things in life those luxury cars or those luxury houses which there's nothing wrong with it Mm -hmm. okay but i think when when we're chasing them and we're valuing them we find ourselves in a kind of rat race. Mm-hmm. And we're running and running and running, and it's not going to make us happy inside. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying making money is bad. I'm saying a balance is good, mm-hmm. to be able to have a balance of making money and at the same time having a good, healthy life and good, healthy body and mind as well, aside mm-hmm. to which is which I think is really important. So as a professional artist... How do you deal with and how do you manage your social media? Do you tell yourself, okay, I want to post once a day. I want to... I wanted to reflect 100% of me. That is the decision I made last year. Um, So my best days actually represent, I don't know, 30% of me. But that is is me. But that is not the 100% of me. So if I could post the things I feel... And the things I read or the things really inspire me is a part of it as well. So there is actually the latest, uh, my latest post actually involve a lot of like sketches and lots of quotes and lots of nice things that really inspire me. And one of them is a a Charlie McKenzie book. Maybe you heard of Mm. it. Like so sincere, so genuine dialogues between a boy and the mole and the horse. And they're like, I mean, people can have a look what I'm sharing but this is actually telling my heart so that's what I'm sharing also the quotes about life and the struggles that we face throughout our careers and lives and everything so I'm every every time I post something even it could be about when I'm singing or modeling or you know going somewhere for a vacation or just um, you know reflecting my style underneath I'm writing a lot of things about me as well so it's just not about the looks but about how I feel as well so I try to combine it with it all I could write something sad about myself as well but this is a part of me as well I don't Mm. need to just screenshot me 
you know, crying, crying selfie. <laughs> but this is not, <laughs> this is a way as well. But, you know, if I want to reflect something sad, I can hmm. just type it down. But, you know, with a positive. You can positive, project it in different yeah, ways. Yeah, in a different way. Have, That's what I'm trying to It doesn't have to, to happen in a certain way, I assume.